you know, false light. Anyway, he uses it more than any other gospel writer. And also you get to the book of 1 John, his, his small epistle. He uses light a lot in 1 John. So it happens to be that in the first nine verses, I think he uses the word light seven or eight times. So let's listen to God's Word. I'm in John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Jesus was you know, self-existent, right? He, he, wasn't, he, he was with God, so he, he, he was part of the Trinity, but He had an identity, so He, he self-existent, okay? He was in the beginning with God. He's eternal. All things were made through Him. And that would be because He's the Word, right? Think about all the, revela- all, the, all the revelation of what we see was filtered through the second person of the Godhead because He's the Word. So when it says, and God said, the, the speaking part of creation was the Word. He's the Word, okay? So all things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. Think about the dynamics of the energy of light. Uh, 186,000 miles plus, 186,000 miles a second. Um, one, if you study, if you just read, light is, they say, I mean, I don't know that you read this and it's what they tell you, that it's radiating energy. That's what light is, it's radiating energy. Well, with, with, with what Christ does in us, it's instantaneous. He gives us life. He gives us light at the same time. Or He brings His light of revelation and brings the life at the same. It's instantaneous. Look what he said. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now that is significant from a theological standpoint, because for 2,000 years, uh, the world, our own flesh, the devil and all of his evil minions have been trying to put out the light. Okay? Well, they can't do that. So, as much as they try to get rid of the light or, or remove the light, the light shines in the darkness. And, you know, every, listen, really, every time you and when, when, when I, when we, me and you, get convicted of sin in, in His own way, the Spirit and the Son uh, are. are Shedding the darkness, you know. Every time that you read God's Word and, and, and you die to self and follow Christ, a little bit of that darkness is being exposed. But even more so when lost people get saved. When, as Peter says, uh, proclaim the excellencies of Him who has brought you out of darkness into His marvelous light. 1 Timothy 2.5, I think. That, so, so he has. It, we keep preaching the gospel. God still keeps shining the light of Christ upon them. Then he says in verse six, "Looking at your Bibles, 
I'm going to come back to this in just a second. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. So all of a sudden, right here in the midst of this new creation narrative, uh, this, this passage that's so profound about the new life in Christ that's, that's declared through the authority of God's Word, you know, that, that it, it's spiritually what we just read about physically what God did in creation. Then all of a sudden, he said, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now, just a little fact. If, John, if you see the name John in the Gospel of John, guess who it is not? It's not the Apostle John who wrote the book. It's John the Baptist. I think there's a couple of references to secular Johns. It's John the Baptist. Okay, So it's John the Apostle writing the Gospel. And when I was a young Christian, I didn't know there was a difference. I didn't know. I mean, that's why you get taught. You don't know, do you? I mean, that's why the book of Job used to be Job. I mean, we know these things. You don't know. I'm embarrassed when I, you know, somebody's, whatever, the book of Job. I didn't know any difference. You didn't either. But folks, that's why you study. So it says this sent from God. We're going to come back to that in a couple of weeks. Sent from God whose name is he came as a witness. This really is, is, is the decree for every believer. Okay, You came as a witness. But He came as a witness. We know his, He had a miraculous birth and you know, all that. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through Him. You know, an epitaph for me and you, wouldn't that be a good one? That all might believe because of you. That everywhere you go and everything you say is infused with the light of the Lord Jesus Christ or the power of the Gospel. That all might believe through Him. And that's a consciousness of people's souls. A a soul consciousness. Let me finish reading the passage. He was not the light. But He came to bear witness about the light. The true light, you know, which would be Jesus, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. So what John was preparing, because the true light, he wasn't the true light, John Baptist wasn't true, but he was talking about the true light, and John's message was that he's coming into the world. The real light is coming. And we know that to be true. He was in the world. I'm talking about Christ. He was in the world and the world was made through Him. Yet the world did not know Him. Okay. That's a question. For, for Christians, for Christians, and you, it may, you may be one of these. I'm just asking. You may be having doubts and struggles with this. If, if you're a believer in Christ and you don't believe in creation... You don't believe in the literal six days of creating and the seventh day of rest. Literally, six 24-hour periods of creating, one 24-hour period of resting, which is our week. What, if you don't believe that, what do you do with verse 10 and verses like that? When it says, and the world was made through Him. How do you fit evolution into that? How do you do that? 
And there's thousands of verses like that that infer the involvement of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Anyway, we move on. It says, yet the world did not know Him. The world He made the world, but yet the world did not know Him. He came to His own, the Jewish people. And His own people did not receive Him. But as history goes on, but to all who did receive Him, okay, the world rejected Him, His own people rejected Him, but the light came, and now we're talking and preaching about the light, but to all who did receive the life and the light, says, who believed in His name, He gave the right. Who gave the right? He. Folks, salvation is Christ to give. You don't take it. He gives it. I want you to never forget that. One day I won't be here. That's not going to be anytime soon unless I physically die. But by the way, two preachers I really love and respect died yes, a couple of days ago. Uh, the pastor at Briarwood Presbyterian was in a car wreck. Uh, Reader is his last name. He'd been there. Matter of fact, he'd been there as long as he came in 99 to Briarwood. He is a great preacher. He's a Presbyterian PCA. He died. And then, uh, who else? The guy in New York City. Help me. Zach, who is he? Thank you. Who said that? Tim Keller, thank you. Tim Keller, who pastors a Presbyterian church in, in New York City. My daughter-in-law worked for both those guys. He worked for Reader, and then years ago worked for uh, Timothy Keller. One was in a car wreck, and I think Timothy Keller had cancer. And great, I have several of Keller's books. Anyway, it, uh, I sent my daughter-in-law. It reminds us of mortality. Uh, Sad. I don't know what got me off on that, but let's keep reading God's Word. He came to His own. His own people did not receive Him, but to all who did receive Him. Who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And then verse 14. We'll kind of close with this. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we've seen His glory. Glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Show you two applications real quick, okay? If you go back to verse um, 7, he came as a witness. By the way, he was sent. By the way, in John's gospel, now John John the Baptist was sent. We know his birth was a miraculous, his you know, his mom was all, all that. God did a miraculous thing. In, in his conception and birth and all that. He was a little older than Jesus, you know, six months older than Jesus. Uh, was a related, you know, was a cousin, distant cousin. 
But this phrase, sent from God. Do you know in the Gospel of John, Jesus says this about Himself 35 times, that the Father sent me. Isn't that awesome? And most of the time, He's talking about doing the Father's will 35 times. Do you know what the Bible says about me and you? We're also His sent ones. And we've been sent to do the will of Christ. Interesting. But it says about John the Baptist, he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. Now, just to show you, go to John 5. You got your Bibles right there. Go to John 5. Look at verse. Uh, Verse 30, I can do nothing on my own if I alone bear witness. John 5, 32. There's another who bears witness about me, and I know that the testimony that he bears about me is true. You sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. By the way, it eventually got him beheaded. But anyway. Not that the testimony that I received is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He, John the Baptist, I love this, he was a burning and shining lamp. He was a burning and a shining lamp. By the way, think, think one of that's an epitaph that you put. He was a burning and a shining lamp. And he mentions, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. I, one reason I was thinking about those two preachers is I have that verse written on another page. And everybody should be able to say, or, or I pray that you can say about me that he was a burning and a shining. But there's one thing about that it's temporary. Every one of us is temporary. This morning, I, or really it was yesterday, I was thinking about this. and Who's going to take over for people that are my age here? Who's going to be the leaders in 10 years? 20 years? Who, who's going to be a burning and shining when I'm dead and gone? Or I can't do what I do and you can't do what you do. Who, who in here is going to be, continue to be a burning and a shining light? For Redland, who's going to do that? Well, it should be you. But see, John the Baptist, his light got put out. And many of us, our lights, we just won't be as effective as it once was. The book of Ecclesiastes tells us that. There'll come a time where we can't hear well. We can't see well. Or there is a time we can't, and we can't see well. Our teeth fall out. Our hair falls out or turns gray. The, the Ecclesiastes tells us these things. Music, loud music bothers us. Uh, Solomon says, if you're reading Ecclesiastes, he says, turn down the music. Does that sound familiar? I'm always saying to somebody, is that loud enough for you? It's loud enough for me. So, but if we get old and die, the shot, this is temporary. He was, 
A burning and sh- By the way, when John read, wrote this, when John the Apostle wrote this, John the Baptist had been dead many, 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 many years. So are you a burning and a shining light? Let me say one more thing, and we will close with this, I promise you. Look at verse 9. I know I'm way over, but listen, the Presbyterians are going to beat you to the restaurant anyway. So look, look at verse 9. Chapter 1, and then we're going to give you one more cross-reference. God is good. The true light. John 1, 9. The true light. That's Christ. Which gives light to everyone. Then He says. He's not talking about everyone in the world. You know, not everybody's going to be saved. That light was coming into the world. Now, go to John 3. Verse 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light. Because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true, so if we're living by the truth, guess what? We want more of it. Whoever does what is true, you could say, who walks in the truth, comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that His works have been carried out in the will of God. So those of us that love the truth, we are drawn to the light because honestly, we want more of it because of what Christ has done. So that's why Christ came into the world, not only to save people, but that saved people would grow. Amen? Let's stand. Let's pray. We'll be dismissed. Thank you so much for your presence this morning. God is good.